0: You're listening to the official Ankeny Community School District podcast, We Are Ankeny, where we're sparking conversations about all things Ankeny Schools. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Eric Pruitt, Superintendent for Ankeny Community School District in Ankeny, Iowa, and this is Let's Talk About It. This episode is a conversation that impacts every property taxpayer in Ankeny. It doesn't matter if you're single with no children or an empty nester who's done their time, at parent-teacher conferences, football games, volleyball games. If you own a home, business, or property in Ankeny, turn the volume up and listen to this podcast. Our guests today include Jennifer Jamison, Chief Financial Officer for Ankeny Schools, and two guests from the Polk County Assessor's Office. The primary duties of the assessors, uh, of the assessor is to value property, including residential, multi-residential commercial industrial and agricultural classes of property randy Rippinger has served as our assessor since 2014 and has more than four decades of experience working in the county's uh, assessor uh, county's assessor's office he is a past president of the international association of assessing officers as well as a lifetime achievement award recipient from that organization and a past president of the Institute of Iowa Certified Assessors, welcome.
1: Thanks for having us, thank you.
0: Brian Tack is the Chief Deputy Assessor with Polk County. He's been with the Polk County office since 1995 where he started as a commercial appraiser. Brian has been the Chief Deputy since 2020? 21. 2021, he's earned the CAE designation from the International Association of Assessors, Assessing Officers, um, a ICA designation from the Institute of Iowa Certified Assessors, and is a certified general real, real property appraiser with the state of Iowa. Welcome. Thank you. Um, that's a lot of acronyms that I had no idea what they meant, but I'm glad I I, I, I persevered through it. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Jennifer. Welcome.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Uh, you've Glad been here before. So, yes. you know. So you're always welcome. And so, Randy, the first question is for you. Okay. okay? Um, tax valuation. What is it and how is it determined?
1: Well, the property tax is a little bit different than any other tax in that it's going to be based on your property wealth, not based on your income, but your property wealth. And our job as assessors, we determine what the value of your property is based on statute, what the statutory definition of value that we have to use. Uh, We're a market value standard state. So all property assessments are based on the market value of the property. Now, market value is an economic concept. It's not a fact. It's not something that you can directly observe like a sale price. Mm -hmm. It's an opinion. It's an estimate. And we spend a lot of years educating ourselves on how to become good appraisers, estimating market value. Now, The best proxies that we have for market value are sale prices of the property or sale prices of comparable properties in normal uh, transactions reflecting market value. So that's our job primarily, uh, locate taxable property, uh, put it on the books and estimate value. Uh, We happen to have a biennial reassessment uh, system here in Iowa where every odd numbered year we have to reassess all property in our jurisdiction. So 2023 is an odd numbered year. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're getting ready to do here in another couple months. We're going to be sending out approximately 185,000 assessment notices uh, to all the property owners in Polk County, including Ankeny.
0: And so with those notices, what what does a property owner need to do?
1: Uh, Well, they're they're going to be shocked here, especially the residential property owners. Uh, I think you've probably seen our Real Talk newsletter Uh, right now. The last time we reassessed was January 1 of 2021. So think of what's happened in the market, the real mm-hmm. estate market the last two years, uh, record low interest rates, uh, a severe shortage of homes for sale on the supply side, uh, strong demand with those low interest rates, people wanting their purchasing power increases. They want to get in and buy a house. They can buy more of a house with those low interest rates. So the market is kind of going crazy here in the last two years. So we're looking right now for 2023, on average, about a twenty two percent increase for residential property owners. Wow. That's over that two year period since our last reassessment.
0: Okay, Thank you, Brian. Um, what are important dates um all property owners should know?
3: Well, as far as the assessment, uh, it's important to know that always applies as of January first of any given year. And then we call that calendar year and assessment year. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I was going to point out today about this property tax timeline the assessment year is the calendar year january 1 assessment date however those taxes start accruing july 1st of that same year and the tax year then is a fiscal year and then the next confusing part about that is when you pay your taxes based on that january 1 assessment it's not until 18 months later that you make the first payment so for instance uh, january 1 of 2021 we established the assessments for that year mm-hmm. july 1st of 2021 those taxes started to accrue, and assuming you own the property all the way until June 30th of 2022, you're responsible for all the taxes, mm-hmm. and you make your first property tax payment based on that 1-1 of 21 assessment on uh, in September of 2022, second half payment in March of 2023. And this timeline, it's it's difficult to explain, as I just proved <laughs> to you, um, but this timeline is on our website if someone wants to get on there and look at that. But I think that's one of the most important, some of the most important dates to remember that some people uh, don't realize or okay. it's never been explained to them that there is a delay in when you pay your taxes uh, from when the assessment is established.
0: Okay, and so the um, it, for property owners that are paying their taxes this year, it's really based off of um, assessed value from the previous year?
3: Well, like for instance, the second half payment, which is gonna be due coming up in March here, in two months, that's going to be the second payment based on the January 1, 2021 assessment.
0: Got it. Got it. And so, uh, Jennifer, um, talking to Randy and uh, Brian with with these first two questions uh, is bringing me back to an email that you and I received last year uh, from a resident that talked about their property taxes are going up and um, talking about valuation. And so could you tell our listeners, you know, how the how and if the district impacts property value, property taxes, the taxes that they pay, or tax valuation, and what what all that means for um, residents that um, live in Ankeny and then have students um, that attend school in Ankeny.
2: Sure. So, um, what was just described by our assessors there was the um, you know the basis for the taxable valuations that districts receive. Um, around this time of year in January is usually when we get that information from the Department of Management. And we'll take that valuation information uh, and apply it through the state finan- the state foundation aid formula, um, as well as apply it to some of our other levies that we have to come up with the tax rate. Um, and so kind of what I think, to your point, um, Dr. Pruitt, is... Um, you know, the difference between uh, if, if the valuation is uh, increasing, um, but our tax rate might have gone down, I think people um, get confused when they get their, their bill in the mail and, and wonder, why did my taxes go up? Why is my bill going up? And um, part of what's driving that is the rate, but it's also the valuation um, that that rate is being taken times.
0: And so Randy with uh, it, it, you you had mentioned you're anticipating a, a 22% increase in in tax valuation. Does that does that translate to homes are worth more com- compared to they compared to what they were 2 years ago?
1: Oh definitely. Okay. Yeah, they've definitely gone up. We we chase the sale, we chase the market all the time. We look at constantly looking at properties that have sold, we're trying to analyze what's driving the sale prices way Are those buyers willing to pay that price? The sellers are willing to accept that price? Mm -hmm. So looking at sales is a huge part of what we do. We always look backwards in the rearview mirror. So for our 2023 assessments, we're looking at the sales that occurred in 2022. Mm -hmm. And on average, our level of assessment, that's what we're assessing the properties at compared to what they're selling for, is right around 80%. So on average, we're assessing properties about 80% of what they're selling for. In Iowa, we have to assess at the 100% level, but the law gives us a leeway of plus or minus 5%. So our assessments have to fall somewhere between 95 and 105% of what properties are selling for on average. And we're at 80%, so we're out of compliance. So for 2023, we have to raise our assessments, and that's how we come up with that 22% uh, increase I, I mentioned earlier. We're taking 80%, added 22%. That gets us around 98% that puts us within that acceptable compliance range with the law. One one thing I'd like to mention too is just because your assessments are going up 22% doesn't mean your taxes are going to go up 22%. -hmm. In Iowa, we have an assessment limitation system called the the residential rollback, which is going to limit statewide growth in taxable value, not assessed value, but taxable taxable value to 3%. That's a statewide number. So, if you look at your tax statement, uh, Brian's got a copy you bring in. You take the assessed value, then there's the taxable value. The taxable value is uh, the result of multiplying the assessed value times the rollback percentage. Right now in Iowa, it's around 56%. So if you're being assessed by our office at 100000 your taxable value is going to be around 56000 mm. And that's going to be the number used then to calculate your taxes. So even though we're raising assessments 22%, for January one to twenty twenty three, the taxes due on that will be September of twenty four and March of twenty five, but they're going to be the growth in the taxable value is probably going to average around three percent for most property owners in Polk County.
0: And so, in my intro, I, I had mentioned that um, in your office, you assess value uh, value property um, at residential, multi residential, commercial, industrial, and agricultural. Classes of property, and so when you're looking at um, tax valuation for residential for um, our residents, you know that have families here, um, or are single, or older families, you're you're really just looking. Are you only looking at residential to assess tax valuation for residential properties, or are you are you looking at the different classes of property across the board in, in assessing? Yeah, we look at each class of property
3: on its own. Okay. Um, so we're not looking at the sale of residential properties to determine the assessments of commercial properties. And then also within those classifications, we try to see um, if we can even break it down further than that. For, for instance, with residential properties, we'll take it down to a neighborhood level, and we'll see what properties in that neighborhood are selling for compared to our assessments. So, we gave you the average is going to be about a 23% change, Mm -hmm. but there are going to be neighborhoods where it's more than that and neighborhoods where it's less than that because we try to break it down as much as we can. We try to do the same thing with commercial properties. We'll try and determine our office properties behaving the same way Mm -hmm. from a valuation standpoint as real uh, retail properties are or as warehouses are. Uh, This year, on the commercial side, it's going to be a little bit more even than it has been in some of the more recent years. Well largely because of the pandemic in 2021, we had warehouse properties that the average increase was 35%. And we had hospitality entertainment properties where it was a, a 30% decrease. So a large span of
0: differences. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you. Thank you. And so Jennifer, you, you had mentioned tax rate and, and Randy followed up, you know, giving us a, a further explanation about um, tax rates and whether or not they go up or down. And so when we think about our uh, sc- school district budget, Versus the city's um, budget, could you define um, what the calendar is and uh, when commun- when our community will know what the tax rate will be?
2: Sure. So I think we're about a month behind the city schedule in our uh, calendar. But um, like I mentioned before, we get the valuation information um, usually around the January timeframe. If you're listening to the news, you know that our state legislature is meeting right now and determining what our state supplemental aid percentage will be for um, next fiscal year. And then we already know our uh, enrollment for next year. We took that in October. Um, So we're going to take all of that information and, like I said, run it through that school foundation aid formula, um, and apply that to our, our valuations, and then um, that's kind of what we're doing right now in these few months. We're, we're visiting with our board about some of the assumptions, the budget assumptions that we'll use to um, to put that budget mm-hmm. together. And then uh, we'll have some other uh, input throughout the month of February. And then on March 6th is when our proposed um, budget will be ready for the board and we'll be doing a presentation at that board meeting. Um, and at that point, the tax rate will be a recommendation to the of the tax rate will be um, presented. Uh, and then we'll have, uh, we have, do a publication of the budget. Um, and then on April 3rd is when the board will have their public hearing. So they'll be able to accept public comment uh, in regards to the proposed budget. And then they'll adopt that budget that night on April 3rd. And our, we will file our budget with the county auditor on or before April 15th.
0: And so a question that some of our listeners may have, you No, know, so why is the school budget calendar published separately from the city's budget calendar? And does this mean that the tax rate is different for each?
2: The school budget, like I mentioned, the city follows a little bit of a different schedule. So they, uh, I believe their deadline is March 15th. So that's why they they would follow a little bit different calendar. And then um, as far as the, when will the community know the tax rate? Um, their consolidated rates um, are prepared by our county auditor. And I believe the county auditor would publish that um, probably on or before the beginning of that fiscal year, so July one of twenty twenty three for the twenty three twenty four fiscal year.
0: And then the other reason that they're they're presented separately is because um, the the school district's board is an elected body, and the the city's council is an elected body that govern the 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 council governs the city, and the school board governs um, our school district.
2: Sure. And I, I think they're all kind of organized a little bit differently in how their levies are determined. Um, right. And of course, our boundaries are slightly different as well for valuation.
0: Absolutely. And so for our listeners that, that are not aware, the Assessor's Office publishes a newsletter called Real Talk three times a year. Uh, one of the main articles says you um, expect assessments to continue to rise in 2023. Um, can you break that down and explain uh, what the process of assessing properties in Polk County Entails, and then uh, uh, what effect, um, if any, does the assessment have on funding to the school and city of Ankeny? I'll put that to Randy <laughs> or, or Brian. That, that was a that was a big question, so I, I'm gonna repeat it again. And so, um, can you break down and explain uh, what the process of assessing properties in Polk County looks like? And, and you, we, we we've talked about it a little bit, and then you know what effect, if any, does that does that assessment have on funding? to the school and city. And I'm sure Jennifer, uh, uh, Jennifer will um, be able to wrap us uh, wrap that question up. So Randy or Brian.
1: Yeah, we look at that overall level of assessment for each class of property uh, in our jurisdiction. Uh, all of them are uh, assessed at market value except agricultural property. They're assessed based on a productivity formula. And so what we do is we look at sales from the prior year. So for 23, we'll be looking at 22 sales. And like I said earlier, right now we're averaging, as far as our assessment, about 80% of what they're selling for. Okay. So we have to adjust our values. The thing to remember, too, is uh, the Department of Revenue is the oversight, oversight agency in Iowa for all assessors. So if we don't adjust our values in the spring and we're out of compliance with that 95 to 105% range I talked about, uh, the director of revenue will order an equalization order. Uh, instructing the auditor to increase the value up to the hundred percent level, so if we don't do our job, the director of revenue will, and that's basically to ensure that uh, the school funding is is equal across the whole state mm-hmm. based on market value of properties.
0: And you mentioned, so you mentioned sales um, as far as that that that's what's considered with the, with regards to assessing property. What are the factors are um uh, are considered when assessing property?
1: Well for residential we basically do a cost approach so we, we determine what the value of the land is okay. if it was vacant you know available to be developed to its highest and best use, what's it worth in the marketplace. Then as far as the building or the house we look at the replacement cost new uh, what it would cost new to build it as of your appraisal date which is January 1st minus any accrued depreciation that the property suffers from. that could be physical wear and tear it could be outdated. Uh, design and layout of the property. It could be external obsolescence if you're located next to a railroad track or something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's our basic cost model that we use uh, for residential properties. And then, like Brian said earlier, we will tailor that down to neighborhood boundaries we have in, in the whole county. In Ankeny, we have quite a few neighborhoods that we'll look at sales in that neighborhood, compare it to our basic cost estimate, and we'll give a location adjustment on top of that.
0: Brian, um, because Ankeny has been growing so much, and we, we see new developments um, popping up um, across our city uh, for um, our, our residents that move into the city and move into potentially a, a brand new home. Uh, how does valuation? What, what, what will they see? You know, from year one um, when they move into their home to year two, will they, will they see a difference in, in their tax, in their tax bill and valuation? Well, I'll start
3: with valuation because that's the part that we do.
0: Yeah, and
3: you know, more often than not, in the last twenty to thirty years, our residential market has been in a period of appreciation, and then we have an occasional downturns. And so, since that's what we're trying to do is sort of mirror the market, our assessments are to be at market value. That's what our assessments have done as well. You'll see them gradually going up over time because the market tends to appreciate. And then, for instance, in two thousand and eleven. After the recession that hit in 2009, uh, almost all assessments went down. Okay. Now, the second part of your question was about property taxes. And again, you have to remember about the timeline. It's always delayed. Right. So you don't see it right away. A year and a half later is when you first start to see it. But um, really in Iowa, and schools are slightly different. Um, this doesn't really apply exactly the same way for schools. But for all the other taxing authorities, um, it's really a budget-driven property tax, and that's part of the reason for the delay, also. So, and what I mean by that is, if um, and this is completely a hypothetical, obviously, right? If assessments went up five percent, ten percent, even the taxable value went up three percent, whatever it is, um, and a taxing authority said, you know what, our budget is just right. We don't need to raise it at all. We don't need to lower it. Well, then the levy rate would just go down to to achieve that same amount of money to fulfill their budgetary needs. So um, it's really hard to say if my assessment does this, that means right. my property taxes do that. Right. It really doesn't work that way. It's more budget driven. When the tax base changes in a growing community, the tax base typically grows, but the budget of the varying taxing bodies may not grow as much or they may grow more. Okay. And so the levy rate
0: will be adjusted accordingly to determine what your taxes are. Okay, thank you. Jennifer, um, as the district's uh, chief financial officer, what interaction, if any, do, do you have with the assessor's office?
2: Well, not a whole lot, I would say. <laughs> I, I just met these two gentlemen today. Um, most of my interaction just comes through the Department of Management, and I'm not exactly sure. Maybe you can help me um, understand the where after you do those valuations, you're reporting those to the, did you say the Department of Revenue?
1: Uh, we uh, we report those to the county auditor. auditor. Okay. And the auditor makes the adjustments to get to taxable value. So they, they make the rollback adjustment, and they also make the adjustment for military exemption. Then they report those values for each taxing authority in Polk County They they report that to the Department of Management.
2: Okay, so the county auditor is kind of our common denominator then, too, because we we file our budget and our levies to the auditor's office as well, and they're the ones that are calculating, you know, everybody's property tax bill, then that goes out.
1: Right. Yeah. My office is one of those taxing authorities, too, so they give us our taxable value as well. Gotcha.
0: And so, Randy, what resources does a property owner have if they feel their property is assessed too low or too high?
1: Right. That's a great question. And, you know, property tax is really the only tax that you have a right to appeal the basis of. You don't get that in sales tax. You don't get that in in the income tax. So having that right as a property owner is a big it's a big thing. And we take it very seriously. Uh, As a property owner, we're going to mail. We have to mail by April 1st. Mm We'll probably mail like March 30th, so that weekend or right after you're going to be getting your assessment notice from our office. You have a couple different options as a property owner. Number one, if you're not happy with the assessment, you can request an informal review with the assessor to sit down and review your property assessment. The dates on that are April 2nd through April 25th. And if we can come to an agreement, uh, both of us would have to sign a, a written agreement authorizing the assessor to adjust your value. The second option is you can file the protest with the county board of review. It's a 10-member board appointed by the conference board. They're independent of the assessor's office. A lot of real estate professionals on that board, they're they're really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, They convene on May 1st, and during the month of May, in normal years, they'll get to work. They'll hear the protest and make decisions. Busy years, like every odd year, where we have to reassess every—we ask for an extension from the director of revenue— to allow them to stay in session through July 15th. So it was like two and a half months there where they're hearing all the appeals uh, from the property owners in in Polk County. Five different grounds they can file an appeal on. Number one is equity. If we're not treating your property the same as everybody else in your neighborhood, you think you're being treated unfairly, that's one of the grounds you can use. Uh, market value, you think of our assessments higher than the market value of your property. And you can support that by com- comparable sales. That's a ground number two you can use. Uh, the third ground is you're uh, misclassified or exempt from property. Uh, the fourth one, there's an error in the assessment. We have a listing characteristic that's wrong, like square footage or number of bathrooms, something like that. And number five is there's a fraud in the assessment. So those are the five grounds that you can file an appeal on. Okay.
0: Thank you. Um, you had mentioned exemptions. Um, what what exemptions are available to uh, property owners?
1: Well, the big one for residential property owners would be the homestead exemption or homestead credit. That's if you own your property, you live there at least six months out of the year, and you have to live there on July 1st, you can get a homestead exemption. Uh, you sign up once for that, a one-time only uh, application or sign up until you move or no longer live there anymore. Mm-hmm. That's typically going to be worth around two hundred, two hundred fifty dollars, depending on where you're located, each year as a credit uh, coming off your your tax uh, statement from the uh, treasurer's office.
0: And then, if um, our listeners want additional information about, about your office, um, they can just go to your website. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you know the? You happen to know your website off the top of your head? Yeah. <laughs> the Polk County Assessors. Uh, probably.org. We can. We'll have it on our website, linked to um, this podcast for our listeners out there.
1: It's a long website. It's a long website.
0: <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to thank our guests, um, Polk County Assessor uh, Randy uh, Rippinger, um Assistant Assessor Brian uh, Tack, and Jennifer Jameson, CFO for Ankeny, Ankeny Schools. And a special thank you to our listeners. Please join us for the next episode of Let's Talk About It. We are
2: Ankeny. In-
0: Thank you for listening to the We Are Ankeny podcast, the official podcast of Ankeny Community Schools.